Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome back, to everyone, to the Stephen Byrow Podcast. Um, on this podcast, I like to help people uh, discover their purpose and pursue their passions and awaken to who they really are. And um, on today's podcast, uh, today I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be giving you guys three tips to live a happy, healthy, productive life. All right. Um, I'm going to be talking about goals as well and diving into that um, as I have in previous episodes. Well, today let's jump right into it and I'm going to get started. So I'm giving you guys three tips on how to live a happy, healthy, productive life. And let's really focus on that happy and healthy part. Um, All right. So tip number one, I want you guys to not want anything. All right. Something very important, an important revelation I've had in my life um, these last few years is to really not want anything. Um, And by definition, a wanting of something reaffirms a lack of having something, right? So if you want something, it means that you don't have it. If I want this pen, I happen to have a pen in my hand, um, that means I, I want it means I don't have a pen. So you never want to want anything. And I hope you guys can see the logic behind that. Um, Buddhism teaches us that desire is the root of all suffering. That's one of the cornerstone philosophies in Buddhism, that desire is the root of all suffering. And when you think about it, it's actually quite interesting. The more you want, the less happy you will be. You're saying that you will only you're basically saying that you will only be happy when you obtain this external object rather than knowing and accepting that you are whole and complete. And this is very interesting. You know, what are things that we desire in our life? You know, um, the regular um, American dream is to own a house. Well, if you if we're here desiring a, a home, what comes with a home? A mortgage payment taxes, which then enslave you to have to keep up that home and uh, maintain the home. Some of us want, a, you know, a nice car. What comes with a car? A monthly payment that once again enslaves you and makes you have to work to keep up this car. We want, whether it's clothing or whatever it is, even if you don't have to, if maybe perhaps you are well off, And you don't have to work um, as the average person does going to a nine to five job. Even in that scenario, desire is still um, a a very corrupt uh, thing to have in your life because the amount of things that are that are desirable in this world, the amount of things, uh, shiny objects in this world are endless. So every year there's a new phone. Every year there's a new car model that comes out. No matter what you want, if you desire something, there will always in this world there will always be that next thing to chase, that shiny object syndrome. And um that is extremely unhealthy. So whether you're rich, poor, or in between, I've realized that wanting or desiring something um, is actually very unhealthy. Really, we live on a beautiful planet and we need to realize that everything and anything that we need is not external. 
it's internal. We have everything that we need. We we are all the happiness that we need. The food that grows on the trees and comes out of the ground is free. <laughs> you know, our health and happiness is free and we don't need a car or a home or you know, expensive um branded clothing to tell us or reaffirm for us that we are happy, whole and complete. We are happy, whole and complete by ourselves. And um, even the Bible uh, talks about a wealthy man who comes to Jesus and says, hey, Jesus, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, hey, I want to follow you. And then Jesus replies something to the effect of, no, I don't think you can because you have too many nice things. Where I'm going, you won't be able to take it with you. <laughs> That's actually really powerful. You know, um, you know, Jesus being in the cognizant mind that I'm returning to an eternal spiritual world where these pathetic, you know, man-made physical objects on this planet don't mean anything at all. Um, and here this guy is, yeah, he may be wealthy, he may be successful. He desires a lot of things. He has accumulated a, a lot of things. But Jesus is just smiling and saying, man, you have it so backwards. Where I'm going, you don't need any of that. And where I'm going, and he's talking about heaven or this eternal spiritual realm, it's, it's amazing. And it's whole and complete. And it's raising your consciousness to an entirely different level. So... That's actually really profound. So the more things you desire, the more attachments you have. And if you think about attachments and desire, think of it as ropes. These things you desire are ropes that are connected to your body and they're tying you down. Uh, instead, you need to realize that you can be whole and complete right now and you can be happy right now. So the more desires you have, the more ropes, the more tethers you have to your body. So I want to encourage you guys to, you know, cut the ties to some of those ropes. You know, you don't need a new phone every year <laughs> because, you know, you just you don't need to be chasing. Uh, you can have the happiness and be whole and complete. Um, you don't need to be chasing objects is what I'm trying to say. So my first tip is not to want anything. Just be happy here and into now. Um, instead, what I want what I want to add to that actually, instead of wanting, uh, a very important thing I learned is that you don't have to want something, but you can intend on having something, and that is actually uh, comes it creates a different perspective on it. So you never want anything. Know that we are whole and complete, and intend you can. And instead, you can intend on things. You see, intention is knowing that you already, you're already whole and complete. But it would be fun if I had this thing. I'm just intending on it. Yeah, and it's basically the idea that, well, yeah, you know, um, I'm fine. But if I had a nice car, it would be fun. I don't need it. But yeah, sure, I'll work towards it. And if I get it, that's great. If I don't. That's okay, too. And the funny thing is, and this is a very um, powerful manifestation technique that actually speeds up your manifestation. You see, the funny thing is that by not wanting something, 
you actually attract it even quicker. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, by not wanting something, you see, wanting creates this compulsive nature, you know, um, in, in, in us humans. It, you know, it makes, and compulsion is very repulsive. So if I want something, I really want it, I really want it. You actually end up repelling the thing that you want. Let's just use a relationship as an example. If, you know, I saw this, if I was interested in a, in a woman or a girl, um, and I just was really just overextending myself and I was extremely clingy. Um, if anyone out there, I'm using a girl as an example, but if you're a female out there listening, um, imagine a guy. So I'll just say, imagine anyone um, who notices you and they are just so compulsive and they come off clingy. They're texting you every second of the day. Um, they're always checking up on you. They're wondering what you're doing at all times. That is a compulsive nature. And most of us would be actually repelled by that type of behavior. You don't want someone to always be on top of you. Well, some people actually do like that. Uh, <laughs> that's another story. But... Um, most of us, I'm saying, would actually be repelled by that type of behavior. So by actually wanting something, desiring something, it creates this compulsive nature with us, within us that actually repels the thing that we want. But you see, if you're just intending and you're just, you know, being relaxed, yeah, you know, I think um, that's an attractive person. Uh, let me go talk to them. You know, you approach that person, you're, you're relaxed, you're calm, you're cool. You know, you're going to um, come off to them much more attractive than the person that's, you know, looking at them with like this nature of I need this person. And if I don't get this person, it's the end of the world. No, a calm, attractive person with a magnetic personality just goes into a situation and, you know, um, it exuberates that energy that like, yeah, you know, I think you're attractive. But if I don't get you, it's all right. And then the person wonders, wow, this person is just, you know, we feed off of that relaxed vibe. Um, and I'm sure most of us would be attracted to the second type, the person who is more relaxed, who is just intending, but not coming from a needy, compulsive place. So that's the little tip I want to add on to that tip. And that is to not want anything. But if you do want to achieve something, it's okay to intend, aim in the direction of obtaining something, but not be compulsive in obtaining it. So, and yeah, the more, the less you, compulsive you are, you're actually going to attract it quicker because people love someone who's genuine. So if, for example, uh, on my YouTube channel or this podcast, if all I wanted to do was sell, 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 um, or, you know, when I was on my YouTube channel, if all I thought about was what video, what titles are going to get views and subscribers, then that would actually stunt my growth. So the way I try to approach it is to just think about, hey, what am I interested in? I make videos on topics I'm genuinely interested in. I'm actually doing this podcast because I'm genuinely interested in doing it. And I'm just thinking about the fun of making this podcast. 
um, rather than driving myself crazy with how can I monetize this? You see, that is um, that can drive someone to accomplish something in the short term. But when you're thinking about long term happiness, you need to be able to not be doing this because you want something out of it. You need to be doing it intrinsically because it's fun. So I just want to add that little tidbit in there, guys. But moving on to tip number two on um, how to live a happy, healthy, productive life. This is the healthy part. (laughs) Tip number two is take care of your health. All right. There is no point in having all the money in the world if you do not have good health. And trust me, um, I graduated college in therapeutic recreation. I worked as a recreational therapist. Um, Some of you may not know what a recreational therapist is. I didn't either until I was in school. And basically, it's a field in which we, well, where I worked in was long-term care. So we worked to keep um, the elderly citizens that were in our nursing home active throughout the day. And there are different uh, therapeutic approaches as opposed to, you know, physical therapy does mobility, occupational therapy does fine motor skills. We are a little bit more creative. We do recreational activities. So it could be anything from exercise to art, um, music. It's a very diverse and creative field. That's what attracted me to it. Anyways, I worked in a nursing home and I've seen the end result of people who did not take care of their health. And I'm talking about, you know, imagine the end of the tail end of your life and you're spending your last few years in a bed alone in some cases with no family and no one to take care of you and your body is in constant pain because you didn't take care of your health you know some people don't have a say in what happens and you know it's unfortunate if any of these things happen to anyone but i've really learned that taking care of your health And especially um, in the years we're living in, 2020, 2021, um, just this day and age, unfortunately, people are ending up in the nursing home younger and younger because of all the, you know, consumer uh, brands that are out there, you know, whether it's obesity or, you know, hip fractures, um, the food that we're consuming and the nutrients, the lack of nutrients in our food. Um, people, I, you know, was working in a nursing home and we're seeing people, young people, young, vibrant people should be vibrant, uh, you know, in their forties, late forties or fifties, that's too young to be in a nursing home, you know? Um, so in my time there, I really witnessed what that looks like. And it's really (laughs) opened my eyes to realize that, you know, you can achieve things in your life. But if you don't have your health, you know, it could all be for nothing. You want to be wealthy. You want to be successful. Okay, that's fine. But you also want to have good health to enjoy it. Right, guys? So I want to encourage you guys. Tip number two on how to live a happy, healthy, productive life is be sure to take care of your health. Okay, so that would be exercising, you know maintaining some kind of fitness regimen, making sure that your body is full of energy, that you maintain that vibrant essence within you. Um, Eat well, okay? So 
fruits, vegetables. Um, I haven't gone full vegan, um, but I do try to eat organic meats. You know, if I do have it, um, you know, I really, <laughs> I am a steak guy. I really do like steak. So I haven't given that up, um, you know, but I really do try to eat a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables. Um, God and nature was just whichever one you want to believe in <laughs> or consider for the moment um, was really <laughs> building this by intelligent design because the ground literally grows all the nutrients that we could ever need. All the vitamins, all the nutrients are literally being grown from the ground. It's in the fruits and the vegetables. So make sure the colors on your plate are diversified and you're eating well and healthy. And um, speaking of nature, a third, you know, another tip would be to spend time in nature. Um, mankind, we've had many great achievements here in the, tw- in the 21st century. Uh, a lot of breakthrough in technology. We've built these megalithic cities and structures, and we've even flown to space and touched down on the moon. And we're working on Mars now, <laughs> you know. But honestly, guys, we need to get back to spending time in nature. Of all of the creatures on this planet, we are the most disconnected from nature. And I'll give you an example. You know, there is a magnetic field that permeates the um, an energetic grid that permeates around the planet. And this is not woo-woo science. This is or pseudoscience. This is scientific fact, and you can pull these studies up. And this is how birds know and other animals know how to migrate. These are how whales you uh, discover their migration patterns, right? They follow these rhythms in the planet. Um, and this is also how, you know, you can have a bunch of humans on an island and, you know, when a tsunami comes around, weeks, sometimes even months before the tsunami happens, you'll start to notice that the animals start to go higher Um, the land animals start to climb higher up on the ground into the mountains and the birds start to fly away. So the animals are so in tune with the planet that they know, oh crap, a tsunami is about to hit this island and they start flying away or migrating away. Us humans, we're so disconnected from nature. We just sit there just not caring at all until we get hit by a natural disaster, you know, and same thing goes for hurricanes and earthquakes as well. So that's just one example and um, something I've learned also through doing meditation and yoga. Um, It's just extremely healthy to spend time in nature, you know, unplug, disconnect from social media. Um, It really helps. And that's a really good health tip. Just spend some time in nature, guys. I want to encourage you to do that. And moving on to tip number three. On how to live a happy, healthy, productive life, guys. The three tips this is the last one. And it's easy, but, you know, it could take a little discipline. And it's just to give thanks and gratitude. Always give thanks to who or whatever you believe in. Uh, even if you don't believe in a God or anything, um, life is a scientific phenomenon. Honestly, there is something in mathematics called a mathematical impossibility, right? Something is impossible if it um, extends past a certain amount of decimal points when it comes to probability. 
and the amount of uh, matter to dark matter from the explosion of the Big Bang, or you look at the distance of our sun, uh, of our planet to the sun, or um, how chemicals and atoms are co- are c- come together, and scientists don't even know what holds atoms together, what are holding the atoms together in our body. Um, I may be just spouting off different questions. <laughs> philosophical questions but you know what there is a lot going on that we can't explain and all i'm saying is that life um as far as we know it is a scientific phenomenon so whether you believe in god or not let's just be grateful that we're all here you know that we are all on this planet together flying through this uh, through interstellar space together and we're just literally enjoying a ride this is one one big ride <laughs> guys we're all in this rock together so let's be grateful and you know what um if you want to touch on the teachings of the law of attraction or law of vibration the feeling of gratitude is a very high frequency if you want to refer to the book um, by mr dr dawkins um the name is escaping me right now, <laughs> but um, we can look at the frequency chart and, oh, power versus force. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just, you know, on this podcast, guys, uh, things don't always hit me as, as quickly as they would. But um, if we refer to the book Power versus Force by Dr. Hawkins, um, there is something called uh, vibrational frequency grid or graph. Um, whatever you want to call it, really. And it describes the different levels of frequency and vibration. And by channeling the feeling of gratitude, it raises you up to a very high frequency and a very high vibration. And if you start your day like that, um, it's an excellent way to start your day. Um, If you start the day with the feeling of gratitude, it allows you to go through your day with a smile. Trust me, stress won't hit you the same. Um, speaking of, a lot of people like to start their day by flipping on the social media and seeing negative things in their news feed or watching the news itself and seeing negative things, which induce stress and release stress hormones in your body, which shuts down your, <laughs> you know, your immune system. And it's a trickle effect. So you don't want to start your day with like that. <laughs> you want to start your day um, with positivity and One of my recommendations here is to start it by channeling the feeling of gratitude. So just be wake up every day, be thankful and grateful that you're here um, to enjoy another day. And it'll allow you to go through your day with a smile and you'll be able to overcome things quicker and better and easier. So there you have it, guys. Those are my three tips on how to live a happy, healthy more productive life. And I hope that you guys found this interesting. When I was putting together, um, you know, what I wanted to talk about on this podcast episode, I was like, man, this title really sounds a little cliche. Um, May even, you know, be so simple, people might not even be interested in. But you know what? I thought maybe someone out there would want to hear this and may be benefit from it. So even have you know, the 8 billion people on this planet, if I'm able to, if I was able to help just one person with this episode, then you know what, 
that's good enough for me. I will consider it a job well done and my mission accomplished. So with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys found it helpful that these are tips you could apply to your life. And with that being said, guys, I will see you in the next one.